0: Welcome to the Road to Black Podcasts brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of Jiu-Jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at thebjjphysio.online or follow him at thebjjphysio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest Jiu Jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting geese on the market, the most comfortable rash guards and premium soft Jiu Jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Welcome to the Road to Black podcast. We're back here this week, uh, episode 47. I'm here with my man, Wes. He's just getting back from Las Vegas competed in the big one this week it was uh fun to see that saw a bunch of bunch of friends out there competing it's been a another big week for jujitsu. so how you been Wes you're back home back in
1: Colorado yeah got back in on got back in on uh Saturday evening early night um so man I had a fucking blast out there yeah there for three days four wednesday thursday friday saturday so yeah four three days. night three nights and have a so kind of four and a half four days or three and a half days however you want to yeah. quantify that flight yeah. day uh that i spent a little yourself? bit of time there. yeah it was just me nice um met some obviously met a, met people out there
0: yeah um we have but, a lot of friends mutual friends uh, that uh, you
1: dude hung out with out there. you know and i want to get into that um because i felt very fortunate uh, yeah it was uh we'll we'll get into it, but um it made it very apparent how lucky I've been in jujitsu and how many people that I've been fortunate enough to build relationships with and, and to be able to uh to come across and and have them affect my life and me impact theirs, you know what I mean, and yeah, it was very apparent to me that the time I've spent in jiu um has been well well worth it, so hell yeah. That's amazing. Uh, it was, it was like nine out of, it was like a nine out of 10 trip, man. The only, yeah. uh, the only piece of it that I was missing was, uh, you know, the competition aspect of it, but you yeah. know, even, even that was, um, you I don't know, be, I don't, I, yeah, you, you, well, I mean, and <laughs> you, know, you, like, you learn and you know, it is what it is, man. It's, uh, yeah. it, it, if you compete enough, if you compete enough, those matches are going to happen. You know, yeah. like anybody, and before I get into into this, but you know, anybody who I don't think anybody's sitting here judging, they shouldn't be sitting here judging their teammates or anybody else. But if there's a listener out there and they're getting grief from somebody or try, somebody trying to armchair quarterback, I mean, you need to tell that person to, to pound sand because they're going to sit there and talk shit behind a computer screen or try and look at a computer screen. And be like, oh, you know, you you fucked up or any shit yeah. like that. You know, those people are not worth their fucking salt. So, yeah. Uh, well, you
0: don't have. Hopefully, you don't have anybody doing that. But I mean, it's like yeah, they're out there. But you they're know.
1: they're out there. And I, dude, I tell you what, man. Oh, man, I got a lot to say this <laughs> okay. week. But uh, well, I mean, I'll I'll add to that
0: is like that that just shows the person's character, right? Totally. I mean, if we've com- both competed many times, and it's like. Everyone, I I respect everyone for getting out there. It doesn't, you know, especially whether that you're,
1: tournament, man. Exactly. Any tournament, but God, what, damn, whether that you,
0: like whether someone or even you, whether you're outmatched or not, or you feel like that person that you know doesn't hasn't have the technique or they should have done that, that, like just stepping out on those mats is a win for you. You know, it's yeah. an accomplishment it's a great accomplishment. You know, not only just getting out there and competing, but just you know having uh being blessed enough to be able to do this you know you always have to kind of step back and and just to what you know we haven't even gotten into the discussion but you're already talking about the relation but you had an amazing trip you know your match didn't go the way you wanted it to but the trip was amazing it's that's what jujitsu is about i know it's about the relationships yeah. and the support system and the training and going through the grind with each other and the emotional toll it takes on people i i I've been texting people for the last week straight leading mm-hmm. up to, I have so many friends and clients and people that you don't, even, that you don't know. And they're clients of mine and friends from other gyms and people I've met through jujitsu and people I sponsor. And it's like, it's crazy. You know, it's like that roller coat of roller coaster of emotions, you know, and it's um, but that's what makes all of the those relationships special. Right. And I'm sure you found that out. Thankfully, we're in a good group of people that are totally supportive, you know. I mean, especially for what – we're amateur athletes,
1: you know. Totally. We we're just fun- put these,
0: we put these yeah. high expectations on ourselves. We're not – you know, no one should be expecting us to go out there. You know, you go out there and you do your best. But it's I'm not like you bald, and I. Dude. It, it's not like I'm you and I. <laughs> it's not like we're competing all the time and there's yeah. this huge expectation for us to win the world, Master Exactly. Worlds, okay. so. That that being said, you know it. I know it was important to you. It's uh, you know, and it, it, it's your own journey, right? You're just gonna have to take those learning, le- take those lessons home, and you learn from them. And you yeah. really do learn, win or learn. I mean, I know all of both wins and losses in my jujitsu competition. Those things stick with you. You know mm-hmm. the lessons you learn either l- preparing for the event or obviously within the event itself. You know, so crazy weekend.
1: Yeah, it was nuts, man. It was oh, dude, it was insane. It was huge. It was massive. So between the two tournaments they had running side by side, there were over eight thousand competitors. Wow,
0: that's a lot of people. They had twenty eight mats
1: at Master Worlds, and I think that I don't know how many had they had at the other one. I think there was probably uh, ten or fifteen in the other mat in the other tournament. <sighs> it was it was crazy, dude.
0: That place, it was a the thing. convention it was center, is tremendously rolling. huge. It was
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> that place is so huge. I tried to explain to someone the other day in the gym that they hadn't been there, the Las Vegas Convention Center. Holy shit. It's got that big hall for Master Worlds. And then there's just the same amount of space. All There's like multiple all mm-hmm. the way down the line in that place. It's, it's like, crazy, dude. Oh, there's another one over here. So... Someone else had told me the same thing. They're like, man, there's a lot of jujitsu going on over here. Multiple halls, big rooms. Everyone, Dude, everyone and my mother was there. So Everybody. One, at one, at one place or the other. Jiu-Jitsu con or uh Master Worlds.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was a blast, man. It was it, How'd you feel going in? Tell, no, I felt tell, good. I mean Tell me about
0: your morning. Tell me about your day.
1: Uh day felt good you know did some like mental prep work where would you stay uh, I stayed at the Luxor probably wouldn't stay there again man I, yeah. um wasn't it's an old it's an old iconic Vegas yeah. hotel but I think I don't think I'll stay there again um stayed at the Luxor um overall felt really good wasn't super nervous um got warmed up got got there pretty early um I did a pre-gee check and weight check. Um so I felt pretty good with that and um got on there weight. got on weight. I was well under. Um so I'm I think uh, so for big tournaments now I'm dropping to lightweight. So really? I'm going to yeah, I'm going to drop to light for like master World pants. Yeah. stuff and then I'm going to compete at middleweight um for like smaller stuff. So uh, I'm going to make that adjustment and then um, got out there, got in the bullpen, got warmed up, stood out, stood on the mats on the side of the mats. And I was like, you know, it was I had this weird uh, it felt like an out of body experience, man. It just felt like the whole world was like looking in on mat one. And I was looking at the side. I was looking at all the people on the side and it was like. I kind of got a little bit nervous. And then I was like telling myself, like, I need to enjoy this. Like, this is a cool moment. Like, I have to enjoy this moment. And the nerves kind of dissipated. I think I told you we were jumping jumping into this before we jumped on the podcast. But, uh, you know, I had uh, expressed to you, I don't know if it's on the podcast or just personally, like the only thing that I was like really nervous about is that I haven't felt that competition intensity in, in a little while. And then you go into... Um, master worlds, which is the event of the year. Most people are capping off an entire year's worth of competition experience at master worlds. Um, most guys are rocking and rolling, you know, I was a little nervous about that first, uh, little bit. And so we set grips and I was feeling the guy like, I wasn't super, uh, I wasn't nervous, but I grabbed, he, he set grips. I set grips. And I could feel him shaking. And in my head, I was like, okay, like I felt it like it's time to get going. And then by that time he had already got going. And then that was, I got, I got taken down. He got the points. I threw up like a bad triangle. Well, it wasn't necessarily a bad triangle. It was just an ineffective triangle. I snatched that side Kimura. Um, I wanted to pass. I wanted, as he was coming around, I saw him start moving to pass. And so I was going to come around and try and jump onto his back. And, uh, I don't know what grip he had. He had my hips pinned. Mm. And so when I start started to come around, I, I couldn't move. And then I, when I, I elevated, I tried to elevate to rip his arm out. And as he elevated, he jumped on my back and that was, that was it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's the thing, you know, I talked to, uh, I talked to Bo yesterday and he was like, dude, the thing about, like master worlds man you just like you don't have time to like feel somebody like you know yeah. you're competing at the adult level you got eight minutes you can kind of play the game where you can mm-hmm. set grips engage disengage you know you've you've got more time but in master worlds it's like set grips and blast yeah. there's no feel out period period at all it goes by so fast None. it goes by so fast so guys are coming in there they want to grab grips and they go mm-hmm. um and he was like so you're you're probably your main mistake is not having competed and then trying to feel the personnel. Like you just didn't have time for it. You got yeah. caught, caught with your pants down. Um, yeah, you got to gotta the like guy out. get in you your get, position. You got to go. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's what happened. It was, uh, and not the end of the world, man. I don't, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, uh, you back back you know <laughs> he's like, still the same guy still the same dude I back mean, to training you, back to training you think about it i mean you know when i was talking to bo he had some uh you know that dude is is a great coach like he's kind of a polarizing person yeah you know, some people like him some people don't but that dude has always been great to me and he's a great coach for yeah. me um he has heard, really, heard
0: the same from other people there he really had some really
1: really encouraging uh things to say on you know yesterday and mm-hmm. you know all the stuff he said is right. I mean what changes in my life with a metal? Yeah. Nothing. It,
0: no I mean what, and, and what especially changes- to the outsider. You know, it's like it's just your own personal journey. You know you didn't yeah. succeed. You didn't know you didn't get to where you wanted to be, but you, that's it. You go then and try it again. You know On the like- on
1: the contrary, what changes my life if I lose?
0: yeah zero
1: (laughs) you know (laughs) like nothing literally nothing changed no and in that out of that experience the only
0: thing that changed is your approach you know it's going to change your mindset and what you need to do next time you've already just talked about it like you know you've you've already been analyzing it you've been thinking about this for the last several days i'm sure i'm doing
1: the i think i'm going to do the international masters that's running beside worlds Cool. And then uh, Bo wants me to start competing back at the adult level or master one. Nice. So he wants me to do some smaller stuff at the adult level. Like the new, I think I'm going to do new Orleans. Cool. Um. So he wants me to do like new Orleans at adult or master one. Um, What's your age? Master two. Yeah. Or master one? two. Yeah, Master two. So he wants me to go either, to either master one or adult. I'll probably do adult, you know, Benikov uh, Benikov went up to, portland he's master two um he went up to portland and won he won the adult level up there and he was like you know just being able because you you just you do get more time you know you get more time to set your set your game up and oh like yeah
0: you're so you just look at yeah looking so for more time on the mat
1: yeah you look you get more you know you get more time it's it's not so much like blat like set a grip and blast through you get time to like mm-hmm try to find, try to find your way into your positions. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And so if you're trying to, his point was that if you're, you were trying to get into your positions and you're trying to work on some new stuff or demonstrate it, you can't do that at a tournament with five minutes. You can, but it's harder. It's hard. You gotta,
0: you gotta get, you gotta go immediately to it. But hey, that's the reality is if you only have six minute match or whatever it is, you're not going to, I mean, that's why it's difficult. That's yeah, why that's... So, so many people don't make it to the end because Dude. a lot of people never get into your game. Yeah. Even if it's a, even if it's a nine, eight, nine minute match in adults or whatever Brown Belt is, there's going to be times when you're locked down, you're locked in positions where you can't get to your game. So, yeah. but you do, you do have more time on the map. But I think, I personally think, and you already know this, I've been saying this all year. If you want to be a successful competitor, you got to get out there and compete a lot yeah you got to do it you got to do you know the other way to look at that and you're looking at both ways but is to do more tournaments you know yeah more more five six minute matches more of them um because that's the only way you're going to get into like the tournament uh
1: groove
0: mode groove you know mode where you know that you have to get grips and go or yeah i mean you know how it is it's just so different from the training room, you know. It's, yeah, uh,
1: I just felt like I lost. I lost my competition chops, so yeah, I got to get those back. I'm doing. I think I'm gonna. I think I already told you. I think I'm gonna do the the uh, international masters that's running alongside yeah, that, and then yeah. I think I'm gonna do the do New Orleans, whatever comes up in New March, Orleans. I'll probably be do. that's in January. I know yeah. uh, February, February nineteenth, oh, I believe. Yes, nice. I think it's uh, February ni- February nineteenth. Sounds right. So it goes. I think the Austin Open is Austin's in, Jan- in January. Austin's That's in January. The Both of those would be
0: great tournaments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Atlanta is Austin, in-
0: you're gonna have a lot of competition. Yeah. That'd be a yeah. really good one if you're looking for some tough I I bet the Austin one's gonna be there's a lot of jujitsu there now. Yeah,
1: there's already quite a few guys signed up for it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is man. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be out in Hawaii when that one's going on. So oh, darn you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do that one. And then I think the, there's the Atlanta, but the Atlanta and the New Orleans are like a week apart. So I was like, well, choose one. And which place is more fun to go? Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. You know, 100%. so I'll probably do New Orleans and, uh, and then I'll pick, I'll, I'll find one that comes up in March and then, uh, take a stab at pans at lightweight.
0: Um, cool. It's so. a good plan. Yeah, it's gonna be it's fun. Good plan, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: the whole trip, the whole trip was a blast, man. Like, um, hung out with all of our friends, ran into so many people. Yeah. A um, uh, Friday, uh, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. I, I had Friday. I had dinner with, or I had lunch with Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. and I had world champion and i had dinner with gabriel argis nice. so like another world champion so it was like it was that was That's pretty cool. crazy yeah so i was like with mutual friends yeah with mutual friends it was uh uh me and patrick me and patrick were hanging out quite a oh, bit yeah. out there so uh it was he me knows and Patrick, everybody. and he knows everybody we went out and then you know after after we all competed uh, it was like me and Nick Flores and Sarah Flores. And we, we all met up for drinks and then we went and met up with Orlando and went salsa dancing and, oh, nice. um, you know, it was just fun. It was a blast, you know, and then went back the next day. The other cool thing, um, on Friday evening, I got to coach, there was a guy from Kimura, France, mm-hmm. he had a purple belt master four medium heavy. I think um i was just walking by i was getting ready to leave and i saw him out there and i was like looking around to see if he had a coach there's no coach and i because he so i talked to him afterwards he was just like a one man one man show showing up oh, wow. out there uh him and his wife so wow i was like well i guess i'm up and so got to coach this guy all the way into the finals
0: oh cool um so you so, talked to him after his first match
1: yeah, I talked to him for his first match. Saw him out there, and then uh, put him through. He had
0: yeah. he had
1: four matches.
0: He got to the finals, huh? Got to the did finals.
1: Did lot? No, he lost in the finals. Nice. Yeah, but he, uh, I think he double silvered. I think he did the open and Stud. got silver at that. Yes, yeah, awesome, dude. So, anytime
0: uh, you, I mean, the podium, you gotta. Pat yourself on the back. You get to the podium in those deep brackets. I think so many, so I I mean, I saw so many killers lose in the first or second round. First, they all got
1: bounced. It was crazy, and and that's how that's how. If people have not done that tournament, I mean, that tournament is a nightmare. Like (laughs) it's intense. It it is, and it depends on. I mean, because seating doesn't really have to get on the podium, and even win, you got to get the right. You gotta get the right pathway through because yeah. it is it is a freaking well, that's, nightmare know, of a tournament. You, I mean, you, talk
0: about, you talk about seeding though, that's why the, the big time consistent competitors are worried about points. And they yeah. are worried about seeding. Not worried about it, but they they go for the number one seed because yeah. they're gonna get a buy. They're gonna go against the weakest. That that's that's the serious competitor mind. Totally. You know? Because they do seed in terms of placement on the bracket, and that will help you. You know, if, but you put in the work to get that.
1: Man, it is. These it, did, it,
0: some of these people compete at all. The they NBA do all of them. yeah, yeah. So. They do
1: all of them. I mean, I, I'm not joking when when people are capping off a full year of competition at yeah. Master Worlds. Like, oh yeah, that's that's no joke. Like it that that tournament is a grind. I was looking at the adult brown belt brackets mm-hmm. at middleweight 25 people wow master worlds 40 <laughs> that's crazy dude that's it, it, crazy. That, that tournament is there and on top of it all there's a lot of gamesmanship going on like yeah you know i know nick i know nick's match um i think he lost by a couple of like advantage or a couple of advantages Um. You know, talking to Nick afterwards, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'll say, you know, he was talking about his experience out there. He says he was feeling super good, super clear headed, was down by a little bit. They got into it was like the last 20 or 30 seconds. They're on their feet, went out of bounds, got reset. They're on their feet. And he he said that in his head, he was telling himself like, this is it. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I always win tournaments. I'm going to get a takedown here and I'm going to win. And he said they w- went out of bounds, reset. The guy came back in bounds and just like put his arms out. And he only had a f- like, you know, 20 something or se- seconds left. And was like, nope, you're not taking me down. Yeah. He just kept his distance and played the distance game. Like complete gamesmanship. And he oh, was going yeah. against the guy that he was going against the guy that had been a black belt for ages and just. You know, the Nick was super complimentary of the guy. He was like, the guy was, he good. was so smart. Yeah. Just the way I watched, he played I watched was that like match live
0: and it was,
1: uh, Nick's no joke.
0: When he can mm. take shot, the guy was stopping everything because he just, he level changed every time he had great defense. The guy had really good defense. I mean, that's number one. And that meant a lot in that match, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was a good match. It was just razor thin and you don't, you know, you, it's a game
1: of seconds. Yeah. You know? At that point, you know, he, he just runs out, of, you run out of time, you know? Um, you know what Nick said, right. When he came off the mat, I was sitting there on the bench. He comes up, we put our backs together. He's like, that was so much fun. Yeah, That's what he said. That was so much fun. I had so, I had such a good time out there. Yeah. That's good. And that's
0: what you want to hear. You know? hundred percent. You can be in that, in that rhythm then you just focus on the little tiny technical stuff, you know, you're not wrapped up in the, cause that's me, you know, I haven't competed enough to where, especially now being rusty when I get up, you know, but that's what you're always looking for. I think with your for a successful <laughs> competitor, is finding that comfort zone where you can really have fun and display your game without the, the overwhelming nerves or the, cause even experienced guy and I know plenty of them, there's some nerves going into master worlds. It's
1: Everybody's a, got nerves, man. It's a,
0: there's, it's a big event. There's a lot of expect. You put a lot of expectations on yourself. You're traveling to compete. It's the biggest event you can do.
1: Dude, it sounded like a concert in there. Yeah. It I'm was, not joking.
0: The The clips are cool because every clip I was watching, you know, you
1: could hear, it's like a roar in the background, you know, yep. there's just roars
0: and it's like, oh man, that place is Dude, packed. Dude, it
1: was, it was insane. It, and the, 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 just so much energy, the vibe, it was. Yeah. It was incredible. That's awesome. So I'm glad it was
0: a good experience, man. I know you put in a lot of work and on to the next one, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, build on off the that, next, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just need to compete more. I got to get back. I gotta get my competition chops back, you know, yeah. that's it. Like that was the, um,
0: that's a common theme I've heard this week from several people that hadn't competed in a while. You know, 2019, 2020 was like a blur. A bust. No no one competed a lot. Yeah. You know, so um, I was actually looking at a lot of people's records over the week and when their last competitions were. I watched pretty much every one of the, everybody I know that competed. I watched their matches either live or went back and watched them, which is a lot of people. I have students that, you know, people from our gym competed, my friends, yourself, everyone. But it seems like uh, just jiu-jitsu athletes in general, there's like that gap in time where 2020 was the year where people are coming back into competition mode. Yeah, Some, some earlier than others, but when 19, there wasn't any there. So, you know, it was almost like, and that's a big deal, maybe not for you, but for people that were competing all the time. And regularly placing in the top three in their point category in IBJJ. Some people are live for that stuff. You know, yeah. they live for the placement of I'm the best. And it's just odd because even those people is like, just looking at stats, I was looking at some stats of like, uh, some of the guys that won the points for all the master categories. Um, just to see, cause now it's cool because you can go to, uh, like on, um, IBJJF's website. When you go to the brackets and the black belt category, if you scroll down, it shows all of the ra- it, you know it always shows the rankings on the bracket. But you can scroll down now and it shows a list of the competitors by rank in the bracket for black belt. Mm. And then it shows like, have they were they a 2019 masters champion 2020? Oh, so it cool. ticks. You can see if they've won past world championships and everything. And see how many tournaments they have, how many points. So it's cool to look at it in that way because someone like me and you who haven't done IBJJF in this whole year, we'd be at the bottom of zero or you'd somewhere. Yeah. And it's not that everyone has points, but the top few guys that are ranked and they get the placements. You know, some of them are former champions. Some of them have just competed a lot and won a lot of points this year. Um So one of my friends lost to. uh I, I have this. Guy that I know through Royal Union, his main coach is a master two black belt, medium heavy world champ. Um, he's also that guy has also competed against one of my friends here locally that's a black belt. And my friend competed against him and actually lost to him in this. The guy went on to win his another master title. But I went and looked at this dude's stats and he's that's he lives for this. You look at his Instagram, it's like every IBJJS, like he is a serious hardcore wants to be number one all year i mean that's a those kind of competitors that you know we know some but yeah this is a guy that's 36 years old or whatever i mean Mm -hmm. he's you know it doesn't matter your age look at megaton
1: like megaton
0: he was he's the number one master athlete in (laughs) ibjjf out of all ages the number one so what that means is by he dominated he's master five i think yeah or six or whatever he's in, yep. dominated. He had like 1,900 points versus the next guy at Master 1 or something was like 1,300, something like that. It's like, so what that means is in his category, he's way up above oh, his dude, class. He he, beats, he, just, he, he double holds every tournament. Yeah. No one, I don't even know when the guy – I, I <laughs> cannot remember a time that guy's lost a match ever. <laughs> I'm sure he
1: has, but I've never – I don't remember. I have, I've never seen it, and he just – Clean house out there.
0: Yeah. So, but there's like one of those hardcore, at least one in every category. So in, in our categories too, is what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. So, you know, those are the dudes that are, man, they're real comfortable out there. You know, if you watch Megaton compete, it's, it's cool because he, he has a limited time, but he, mm-hmm. he's very calm, but he is on pace. He's attacking, you know, he's boom, boom, boom. Very technical. Very technical. And that's another thing that I saw like a lot and we can all do this, right? We can all learn from that, but just the small things where you're, you know, the more technical you are and the more you don't let that person even get that advantage, then you're not down and not having to shoot. And I'm not talking about Nick, but that scenario, you're not having no, to totally. try to get points yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, and I, you can see the best guys do that stuff. Every inch means so much. And it really does especially Monday morning quarterback you can look back I can look back and go oh no wonder that guys you know taking yeah. it every year you know he's like super tight with everything not making any mistakes so they they're beyond being comfortable on the mat they're they're in flow state a lot of times yeah. some of these yeah. guys yeah you know, totally. it's it's so cool to watch you know so but then again you know I watched a lot of new uh master you know like uh the meows meows new ma- i don't know if they've done masters before but they they put yeah saw that
1: they, saw they placed one or two
0: but then yep. there was other some other guys that was their first master one and they were real big names in the adult or bigger names and they might have lost their second round or something yep. so you never know there's that know,
1: tournament is a monster it is there's just it is so a many, monster dude so many
0: people in every every category too it's like one of our buddies was telling me, like, he's he's a Master 4 brown belt. And he's like, uh, I think a couple of years ago, there was probably half the people. And I see that now. Like, I looked at the – last time I competed at Master Worlds, I was a purple belt and Master 3. And I looked at it this week, and it was like way more competitors than even when I did it. So it's growing, too. In spite of COVID, in spite of the lockdown, jiu still yeah, man it's look at that weekend multiple Dude, was, tournaments multiple all those vendors they had there i wasn't there but you know i saw a video people a lot, a of, vendors, lot of vendors man
1: yeah. there's a lot of screwed up ears out there like, all throughout <laughs> vegas man i was walking yeah. around this trip and you just see like jiu geeks everywhere yeah jiu-jitsu geeks everywhere
0: man it was a blast so uh um, Yeah, i'm sorry i missed that one would have loved to have been there
1: Next time, you know, I, I, dude, I will do that tournament as long as I'm healthy. I'm going to try and do that tournament every year until yeah. I, till I can't anymore. Awesome. So man. it's a, it's a lot of fun, man. I, the whole, the whole thing, just a blast. You know, you get to, you get to run into people that you haven't seen in a long time. You get to hang out with your friends. You get to compete with everybody, kind of support each other. You know, people get bounced the first round, you're going out for drinks that night. People get on the podiums. It's like, hell yeah, you're supporting them. Yeah, you know, but really, it it really is, it's electric. electric. It really is about just the entire experience and, yeah, and going out there and competing, man. Everybody, you know, people are going out there and putting it all out there, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had a a couple friends take,
0: uh, win gold, uh, two friends, yeah, on gold. So, um, It was, it was awesome, man. It's, you know, and a lot of people that were disappointed too, you know, so it's, I've been, I've been there. It's, especially when you're traveling, you know, (laughs) we have have, have another, yeah, we have another mutual friend that she lost um, by an advantage and it was zero, zero advantage one. And I told her, you know, afterwards she had texted me and was just disappointed, you know? And, uh, I texted her back. I'm like, "Well, my first West master worlds, I beat a guy zero zero one advantage. I beat him, and this dude came from Europe. So imagine I was <laughs> like, imagine flying across the world to get into one your first match at, and lose by one, like by an advantage, and be stuck in someone's closed guard attacking you. So it could be worse, you know what I mean? Because yeah. imagine going across country." And having a loss that you don't doesn't sit well with you, or you go out real quick, or you know, I mean, everyone's everyone's traveling, but I—that's a big deal to me. Like you're like, and it would be just the same if I go do Europeans and I'm like out the first round. It'd be, I think it'd be a little more disappointing than driving to California for a tournament. I don't know, but it could always be worse, you know. But you know, no one wants to take a loss. No, no, you you work so hard, you you just. It's not even a lot. You just want to succeed, you know? In, yeah. In,
1: show, and your do, you yeah show, show your stuff. Yeah, show your stuff.
0: You want to be able to put some sh- stuff on display. And, man, that, that is one of the hardest things. And I think you get better as you get more skilled, whether it's belt or it's really about time. You know, there's plenty of black belts it's all that can't time. get into their game. Yeah. But there's a lot that, you know, the more technical and skilled you are. And we know these people. They roll with us. They Some of them thrash us, too. You know, it's like. They're better. They're more technical. That's what, you know, that usually proves itself at the highest levels out on the mats. You know, that's who, why the champs are the champs and they're multiple champs, you know, so.
1: Yeah, you know, for to keep it in perspective for if anybody's listening to this, you know, there are probably a lot of people who are sitting at home, you know, if you who are sitting at home that would have done just about anything to be in your shoes. On those mats, yeah, competing in your place, even if they knew it meant they were going to get strangled, mm-hmm. yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. I was told that too a long time ago in my journey in competitions. I was so frustrated, and somebody, one of my coaches, had said something like that. It's like you just need to c- consider the fact that you're blessed just to be able to do this. You know, I mean, you put yourself in a position all of us do to that. We put the work into train to be able to go. Cause not everybody can just go and sign up for a jujitsu tournament. Number yeah. one, you gotta be training. You gotta have some skill and then to succeed, you have to really put in work. So, and other people might not be able to do it because they're just unhealthy or they have a medical condition or, or, you know, some people might even never even have the chance to do it because they're disabled or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you put those things really put into perspective. It's like, yeah, these people are just, you know, good or bad. They're sitting on the, they're just, it's like us watching pro athletes or something or like an Olympic champion or something, you know, something that you've never done, but you're just, you can respect it so much. You're just like, man, that would be amazing, you know? And it's the same thing, you know, those people lose and they're devastated, but it's just because you put in so much work on these things. But that's why jujitsu especially has to be such, it's part of the journey. You know, it, the journey is what it's all about is what I should say. It's like the medals just come with your small units of success, you know, but it's really just, it's the relationships you build. Look how much fun, look at the difference in relationships you have this time versus in 2017. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you've expanded your, you know, now you're hanging out with people that you've met since then your, your clients man. Clients. I saw clients that's there what i'm saying clients. i was
1: hanging out with it was a bull-
0: yeah you know so <laughs> that has ch- changed your life in such a positive manner it's become yeah. your career and your passion you know so that's because of jujitsu and yeah. because you never gave up it's you know <laughs> it's not i lost my match back in uh, five years ago and I, eh, i'm not gonna do it anymore you know no yeah. because you know it's bigger than that so
1: yeah. You know, when I was talking to Bo, he was, he was like, you know, dude, you need to, you need to think about just the stuff that you, you've been doing. Like, you know, you focused on your education. You still competed during that time, but it wasn't as intense as you wanted to be. You have been building a business. You have served your country in combat, which even that's a small amount of even the veteran population get to do that. Yeah. Who gives a shit about losing a match at master worlds? Like, yeah, exactly. it de- Like, and I was like, man, I, you know, he's right. Yeah. You know, like I went out there, I had fun. I hung out with my friends. I learned that I needed to compete more to get my comp- competition chops back. Yeah, Boom. Just sign up for another one. Get right back at it. That's awesome, man. It's,
0: I, it's so much about that consistency. I've been saying that for years. The most successful competitors I know they compete all the time yeah they just do they're just more comfortable out there uh not to say they're totally comfortable but you know you you get wraps in it's just like on the mats in the gym you know it's mm-hmm. the exact same thing you know the more you're com the more you're in the training in the gym you've been to a- periods where you're going every day yeah. how, how good do you feel yeah you know with with your jiu-jitsu technique I mean it it you take periods of time off, it takes a while to get back into that groove. Yep. So it's, it's a skill, man. Same thing with competition. So, uh, competition's a skill. This will be a good uh, – I think it's going to be a good fun year because I think competitions are resetting themselves back to – Yeah, dude. Back to the normal time I think so too. So people's expectations are – hopefully we're getting back to where – I think 2021, 2020, this year, 2021 was like a transition year mm-hmm. uh, where more and more people are coming back.
1: This in April again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's my point. Now let's go through a full year, especially for you personally, if you're going to start competing more, this is going to be good fun to see. So I can't wait. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, man. I saw, you know, I paid it. To, I paid a lot of attention to coaching out there. Um, uh, and I, I I kind of I saw some good coaching. I saw some really bad coaching. Yeah, it was interesting. Like I made sure I paid attention to that specifically because I'm kind of making that tra- transition. And yeah, um, I got a, to co- it, I got to coach. I, I you know that was cool. It just it, an it's impromptu. An it's a, it's important too. Yeah, just an you know it was that I didn't expect that to be able to to That's coach cool. for somebody out there. You know and yeah. It's exciting.
0: Um, you start having like put a little pressure on yourself because, you, not pressure, but you you don't want to. You got you, they're in they're in competition mode. Sometimes they're in like tunnel vision mode, you know. So it's yeah. like you don't want to say the wrong things, and you don't want to say too much or too little. But everything you say needs to be poignant, you know. It's that like,
1: was, and that's what you know. That's how I. Like That's how you coach. have to approach it. Yeah, you know, exactly. You got to be loud and it has to be very little instruction and very impactful for, for the person. Yeah. You know, like it has to be qu- quick little hits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But I saw some people out, you know, I saw a guy who was, he got really, really frustrated with his competitor and was like rolling his eyes and threw like kind of a little tantrum at his guy. Um and I know a couple other people saw it and I was like, man, that is a terrible, terrible look as a coach. He, he I mean, he threw a complete, he was like him and there was he two of the, them sitting he was together in the, black belt, in the black belt area. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the Coaching black belt area. area and he, um, it was two of them. One guy was the main coach and his guy was going and his guy wasn't doing the stuff that he wanted to do or what wasn't doing it fast enough. And then he would—he was getting down on points, and he was like rolling his eyes. And then him and the other guy were kind of talking a little bit of shit. And I was like, "Dude, bad, bad coach, bad coaching, bad coaching, bad coaching." Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was like man." Um, Got caught up in it. You get caught up in it, and I was like, you know, the other thing that I always. Uh, you know, the, I don't do this, and you know when Bo and I were talking, he was kind of highlighted it to me. He he's never coached me this way, and now I understand why. Is a lot, and I saw this a lot, and I started thinking about afterwards. He was like, you know, when you're when people step off the mat, um, a lot the, a big mistake in his opinion of coaching was they try and coach the person what they did wrong right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you needed to do this, you needed to do this, you need to do this, and. He's like, that person's not listen. They can't hear you. Yeah, exactly. When they come off the map, like they, they, they literally don't care and they, they can't hear you. Yeah. And he's like, you have forever to go over that and, and fix that issue. Why are you doing that to that person right there? Give them love, give them, you know, give them some water, yeah. pat them on the head, tell them how proud you are. Uh, you know, give them a little love, make them feel better. Get them like, get their head straight, get them headed in the right direction. You know, and then a week, two weeks or a month, whatever, come back to it. But don't, don't sit there and like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah. You got, you know, cause they're not, they're not getting anything from that experience. Yeah. And I was, you know, I, I never understood why, cause he's never coached me that way. When I competed, he's always done the, like, he's always done exactly how he, how yeah. he does it. And when, uh, you know, whenever I was coaching, he lost in the finals. I did the same thing. It wasn't like a, and it, I didn't intentionally think about it that way. It was because I've been coached by Bo so much. That's what he does. And that's the type of thing that I know he would do for me. And, yeah, you know, and, and this guy was clearly disappointed that he didn't win the gold. And I was like, no, dude, you, you did great. Like, what are you talking about? You came out here without a coach. You got on the podium you know like yeah for sure what else at master worlds like you came here from from france
0: (sighs) that's what you have to do in that situation for sure because um that's what those that's everyone is gonna want to hate to lose everyone no one's just gonna go oh man no big deal no one like everyone gets down on themselves that i that i know no one wants to lose no one so you just have to put it in in the proper perspective like you did and it's like no, no, look at, look at what she just went through, you know, look, that's, you know, winning those matches consecutively and having the time in between matches and calming your nerves and getting ready for the next one. That is another thing. That's what makes these things even harder. It's not like you're going out for one super fight, but to get to the end, you have to manage your emotions, your cardio. You have to manage manage your expectations in between matches. You have to get yourself pumped up. You gotta you get adrenaline dumps. You to have multiple adrenaline dumps. You know, it's that is an under appreciated and talked about aspect of competing in these bigger mm-hmm. tournaments. I mean, this isn't this isn't some other uh sport where you're just competing one time a day. Yeah. Like it's crazy. You literally are <laughs> these are some serious hardcore competitions where you're doing to get to the top multiple in one day. Yeah. Think of any other sport that is so rigorous where you're there's are there, is there any real other fighting sports that you're fighting five matches, four or five matches to get the gold in a one hour, two hour period? Yeah. It's intense, could,
1: man. It's crazy. You could be in that, that kind of bullpen warm up area for a couple hours. Yeah. If you're going all the way through. Yeah. At Master Worlds.
0: Like, it's a lot to, that's a lot to manage in terms of your mind.
1: And you know, this is not in, uh, you know, a, this not in a high school gymnasium. This yeah. is in a massive convention hall yeah, without like, when, I'm tell- when I stands, I'm telling you when it sounded like a concert in there, I'm not bullshitting. It sounded yeah. like a concert in there with everybody yelling, mm-hmm. everybody getting after it, like Hearing your coach at between doing like a local or, um, a, you know, a local tournament or even some of the bigger ones, completely different. Yeah. Cause you, like being there's so much noise that you have to tune out to mm-hmm. get that one voice. It's wild, man. That tournament's, that tournament's aw- I mean, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It's, so if, you're, it's if you're listening out there, sign up. Get out there and compete, sign up for that next one, or maybe build up this, make this 2022 your year, year. year your year to kind of get a couple of tournaments under your belt. Maybe, you know, as many as you can do once every couple months, once every three months, and then make that the, you know, cap it off with master worlds. Now this year in 2022, I don't know if they'll go back to an earlier master worlds. So we'll have to see. Normally those are in August. Yeah. Usually. So, um, That's why I'm curious to see if they're gonna reset that one too. But same thing with worlds, you know, they're having adult worlds in December. And normally that's in June, like the first part of June, end of May, first part of June. So it might be interesting because you might have a worlds in December and another world's in June. May or June, I know. So which is just gonna feel like a lot of competitions this year, which is gonna be great. So you know, if you're listening, you didn't Live up to your your own expectations of competing at Master Worlds and, hey, you know, get back out there like Wes is and get some more reps under your belt and go to the next one, you know? They're always – every tournament I've done out of town has always been fun just because of the travel ex- aspect. Yeah. It's always probably – probably a little bit too much fun. I went to Denver on 420 <laughs> and competed on 421. <laughs> so <laughs> – we didn't go to bed early on four twenty. Uh, you know, so
1: it was That's one that hasn't come back yet. I'm really surprised about that.
0: That that was the only, first time I've ever been to Denver. That was uh we also saw the we also saw the Rockies play the Cubs the following day. So it was a fun
1: Yeah.
0: It was a fun trip. With some guys from the gym, you know. And
1: that's what it's all about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I lost I lost in that tournament, but I was really disappointed in myself, but I was also like I honestly, I felt I could have been more disciplined and done better, you know, not maybe not partied, maybe not stayed out a little bit too much the night before, but Hey, it is what it is. You know, it's like that trip, the, the company and the fun part about it was just going on the trip. I actually, that was the thing. It was like, I just, I'm going to go do this trip, but compete on the side. (laughs) And it's kind of one of those things, but, uh, you know, you just got to have fun with it everyone's going to have a different level of how serious you are in competitions. You know, it's your own personal battle and journey. Everyone. Right. I mean, you, 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 you and I both know that we, we've probably could have trained harder for tournaments in the past, or maybe sometimes we went in feeling just great. Like we trained enough, but that's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. You know, I have a friend, a client um, at ChillFit. He trains at Carlson Gracie. Uh, here in, in the valley and he, uh, he's, uh, I think he's got a couple years of jujitsu under his belt now, but he, he won, uh, ma he won pan nationals, uh, nogi worlds, and he just won master worlds. Nice. Four. <clears throat> and a couple of those tournaments, I think he double golded. So he's a, he's a master 4 blue belt heavyweight. Um, uh, his name's Brandon. He's uh he's a beast, but you know what? This guy's been training off the like I'm just like, oh my god. Like he's he's my age, maybe a year younger, but he's uh he's just he's putting in the work, you know, training a lot, doing all this extra physical, you know, turning his body into a, just a beast. He's like a machine, and it's paying off. Like, so it's amazing to see. I always look at people like that, I'm like, oh, I could be doing a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, just like I could be doing so much more. You know, so but you got you can only do what you gotta do, what you can do, I should say. You know, we all have our limitations and our time constraints and our our body restraints. And but uh, you know, I always say if it's master worlds or one of these things, like my friend Brandon does, you take it seriously. Like this Mm -hmm. is a serious it's you gotta give the 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 tournament respect i think for it the, is. for the last 45 minutes we've talked about that's why because of what you've said it's yep. a monster it's a monster it's a monster, monster for, for a multiple re- multiple reasons and it should be cuz that's the pinnacle so
1: uh man it's, it's a to monster hear, tournament hear.
0: it's good hearing from you man i'm glad you had fun out there
1: um yeah i had a blast man and you know it
0: it was a great time. I I saw some uh, some Instagram posts. I saw Wes hanging out in some of these. I was like, "Damn, this looks, this looks fun going out at night and stuff." And Vegas is always a good time, anyway.
1: Yeah, you know the other. You know the other thing, cool thing. I hung out with all these jiu-jitsu people and and uh, met up with clients and had coffee and beers and and all this stuff. Um, good networking. And then great networking, and then a close friend of mine from actually he's one of my best friends from Hawaii he saw one of my stories and he recognized the convention center and he go, he, te- he texted me and he goes, dude, are you in Vegas right now? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I'm flying out there right now. I'm getting, get ready to get on an airport. Let's meet up. And So I got to meet up with him. Oh, nice. That night. And, and you know, I mean, yeah. something even outside of jujitsu, something that, you know, just a close friend is in town. Yeah. And was like, Something that I didn't even expect happened, mm-hmm. and uh, that's fun. It was a blast. So you awesome, know, there man. was no, you know, there you you can't you can't trade those memories. Nah. You know? the 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 competition, whatever it is, what it is. Like, yeah, I'll fix that. You know I'll what? Just got to compete more. But man, those other things, like yeah. going out with Nick and Sarah, meeting up with my buddies, going out dancing, meeting yeah. up with clients and and he, hearing about their competition yeah uh, hearing how they did in competition and talking about competition and talking about jujitsu and and even you know life off the mats how people are doing like that stuff is super meaningful to me yeah it is
0: and it's the memorable um,
1: stuff that's the memorable stuff yeah
0: smarter smarter guys than me have told me before they're like make make sure you when you're doing that those competitions out of town make sure you're you're uh planning it around something or you have other things to do around the event and have fun with it, make the trip fun. Like guys in our gym, they've always told me that. And that's what I've always done. And to be honest, as you were talking, I'm thinking back on all my trips, every one of them, I don't even remember the jujitsu matches. really. (laughs) (laughs) I only remember the experiences around it, both with my friends, but also when I just went with my lady, you know? And, uh, because you know they share in those experiences too. You know your support if your wife goes with you or whatever. And the last couple of Master Worlds, um, both the last two times I did Master Worlds, my lady was with me, and I, I it, it, we didn't make it a Vegas trip because we, if we want to do Vegas, we'll do it on. I mean, it was a Vegas trip. I I, I stayed right there by the convention center. It was business. I went in and do did the business, but for us, the big thing was both times I like went and got like we got like a stuffed pizza afterwards
1: yeah and just like
0: i just ate my because i was cutting weight all this time you know i'm just like and that was just such like the best meal you know it was just so fun that night in vegas Uh even though like after my last one i lost well both times i ended up with a loss because i i didn't uh get the gold i mean i didn't even podium either time so but you always leave on a loss if you're not getting getting unless you're on a
1: gold medal (laughs) right so
0: that's what i try to tell people too i'm like only one person's going home without a loss, you know? So, and that loss is going to sting. Even if you, I, you know, I like the thing, Nick took silver at master worlds. I believe I don't want to misspoke, but he was not happy as happy as he could have been. He wanted that gold, you know? So you're always a little bit disappointed. So, um, but it's the memories, you know, when I traveled to California multiple times, I did pan and it's just fun, you know, meeting up with people and, um, and I haven't done it that much, but hopefully we can start, me and you can meet up and we can start doing this some more. I want to get some competitions this year too. And, um, speaking of Muhammad Ali, did you watch the grand Prix match uh,
1: Yeah, of course I did.
0: Okay. So I've been studying the footlock that occurred in that match. Do you know yeah. about
1: this foot lock? The, I think people call it the Aoki lock. I think is okay. what it's been going so. by. And it's like, you let the heel slip out just a little bit, which with the toys, becomes the, illegal. The, which becomes illegal. So the heel, the heel slips out. So you just have the toes pointed. Exactly. And then when you, the, he, when he rolls to the outside, which is legal, he, it attacks
0: the knee. Yeah, exactly. So, I just want to know if you saw that because I've been yeah. I've been studying that one today and I actually have it on Sloan. Oh motion. man,
1: what is his name? Um he went against so- Alex Sodre a, a couple times. There's a guy that's really good at it. Um, I uh, St. Left, St. Uh, the doing D. this intentionally? Yeah. Yeah, he's been eating people up with it. Um I'll get back to you on the name. It's I'll send you the stuff. It that's the that's the and I that's it it
0: really is illegal, but like even they said after the match Ali asked one of the guys later in the night or saw him after the tournament and said the ref or one of the refs he had a look at and he said, "Well, it's illegal but it's okay." Whatever that means. So then So it's not the, illegal. The, the, the article that came <laughs> the, the article that came out in uh flow grappling was uh uh Leo Vieira who, you know, runs teams and stuff. He he mm. just he wasn't he wasn't taking anything away from, uh, uh, hu- uh, Victor Hugo, who won the match, who has nasty, nasty leg locks, by mm-hmm. the way. His leg locks are nasty. Yeah. And, uh, he's a leg locker in the gi for sure. And, uh, he, he wasn't taking anything away from them, but he's just like calling out IBJJF saying, Hey, you need to clarify this type of thing. This is a perfect example that you need to clarify or have the refs follow through you can't have this gray area which i totally agree with you know i mean if you're going to make the rule the rule says the ankle has to be covered completely so yeah if you, if you understand what that means that means it needs to be in the in the pit of your arm you know covered, yeah. covered by everything and you can clearly see his his heel comes out yeah and it turns it into a heel hook because he's wrote doing rotation onto the ankle and the knee at the same time so it was just an yeah, interesting one. To... Like if you're a leg locker um, and you want to know what we're talking about, it's the, uh, was it the Jiu Jitsu con grand prix? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Or grand Jiu, Jiu-
1: Jitsu Yeah. The grand
0: prix. And that uh, was uh, uh, it Victor was... Hugo versus uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, he had him in a footlock and imagine the footlock, you know, you're turning towards, you know, the legal side He's turning towards the outside in the footlock, but the guy's heel pops out but he's still twisting and it basically becomes a heel hook especially with the force he was going in that direction so
1: isaac Doderline. yeah isaac Doderline yep. yeah so he's the guy that is really good at that okay one. so uh um, interesting I'll, I'll be curious <laughs> to see if they'll clarify after this big
0: match if they'll make some clarifications to that rule
1: yeah i wonder they need to or else you're going to start seeing people well it is that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. don't
0: don't think that Victor Hugo didn't know what he what he was doing because totally. he
1: covered it well,
0: also, by the way. Yeah. The heel slips out, but he covers it with his other arm. Exactly. Yeah, and he's just biting down on that on those toes, you know, and it's like yep. <laughs> completely different torque it puts in. And because uh, 'cause I'm a fan of straight ankle locks, you know. And yep. but that's a good one, uh Actually, I've just broke it down and share it with some students and stuff that like leg locks because it's good to know that that's, uh, you know, you got to know that, that that's an illegal move if you're going by IBJJF rules. Because if you do it, you might not get the call where some of these black belts can get away with it or whatever. But also mm-hmm. you don't want to wreck somebody's knee if you don't know what you're doing. You yeah. know, I mean, obviously, especially in McGee, there's Oof. no slippage. There's no coming no. out of that. So there's no, that's why you saw what he did, you know. He tapped and it yeah, didn't look he fun. Tapped. Yep. Um, so. Cool, man. Well,
1: man, that was a short episode.
0: Short, but sweet. Yep. Blew right through that. Reviewing Master Worlds with Wes. Thanks for sharing your experience, man. It's, uh, it's fun to hear. And I think it'll be, you know, it, it, especially if you haven't done bigger tournaments. I think it's helpful for our listeners. You know that to share just your experience. You know, it's like everyone has the a, a different one, but. It really is a unique experience. And if you haven't even been to a tournament and maybe you're listening and you haven't competed yet, go, just go to a tournament, go to a local tournament, wherever you're at. If you can go to an IBJJF tournament, you'll see how one of these professional organization tournaments run. And then you'll kind of get a feel for what you can expect when you come in there. But when you're going to compete the first time, that's going to be when you get your eyes open,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I'll say that IBJJF was good about, man. They ran a tight ship this weekend. They were running consistently fifteen minutes ahead. Yeah. Of of their brackets, the entire tournament, and yeah, pff, with five, to them. Four or 5,000 competitors. Yeah. I mean that is that is tough to do. They put on a it it's was a fine it was a,
0: f- it's a fine it's a great machine. show. Yeah.
1: It is, man. It was a great experience. Great show. Ran a tight ship. So awesome. Um, hats, hats off yeah. to them. Hats off to them. All right, brother. Well,
0: All right, another dude. week in the books. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back next week. We got a guest coming up in a couple weeks and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, Jiu-Jitsu casual wear, training gear. Check them out, rollunion.com. Follow on Instagram, at Roll Union. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.